The Boys of Fall by Scott Leopold Chapter 2 East Austin A mile from downtown, East Austin traditionally has been a blue-collar neighborhood, a vibrant place populated heavily by blacks because of an earlier era of segmentationist laws and later a home to many Mexican residents. Now, many years later, it's the city's art district with studios, galleries, cocktail bars, cafes, and all kinds of food trucks popping up everywhere. The broken down homes and storefronts that once defined East Austin now fight for space with modern condos, fancy restaurants, and places with names like the Blue Cat Cafe and the Butterfly Bar. But for Monty, it was the place he constantly worked to get out of. Most people knew Monty as Bam Bam, In fact, the only person who ever called him Monty was Mama. He got the nickname while playing football because he ran, when he ran, he didn't avoid tacklers. He just plowed them over. Bam Bam was never without his friends, Taco and Moose. In East Austin, everyone had a nickname. For some, it was to confuse the police, but for Bam Bam and his friends, it was just cool. Taco got his nickname because one, he was Mexican. And two, he loved Taco Bell. And Moose got his nickname because he moved like a moose when he played basketball. Out of the three, Bam Bam was the most athletic. All sports came natural to him, but football was his passion. He was going to be a player one day. He had strength and speed like no other kid in Texas. Bam Bam was adopted. A tragic accident killed his parents and he ended up in a foster home. Or at least that's what he was told. Wanda, who he calls Mama, instantly fell in love with Monty and adopted him. Wanda was an angel who loved children, especially the ones no one wanted. When she was younger, she was a teacher in East Austin and is well-respected in the community. In fact, everyone loves Mama. That's the nickname the kids in the neighborhood gave her a long time ago. For Bam Bam, Mama was everything. She was his savior. She took him to church and taught him the gospel. And no one was more proud of Bam Bam than Mama. Bam Bam was a mixture of black and white. He didn't know his parents, so he knew he had no idea which one was white or which one was black. He just knew in America, if you had any black in you, then you were considered 100% black. And if you were light-skinned, you were favored by some blacks and hated by others. It was a no-win situation. Taco, on the other hand, played sports because his mother made him. He was quick to fight, which got him to a lot of trouble. His mother worried that he would take after his father, who was in prison for murder. So sports was her way of keeping him out of jail. Making Taco's situation worse, his mother worked as a maid in a hotel, often taking overtime pay. So Taco, his three brothers, and two sisters were often left alone to come and go as they pleased. Taco was a good athlete, but it didn't come natural to him like it did for Bam Bam. On the field, he was slow, but he was strong and intimidating. Moose was a great athlete in his own right, but he was soft. So as a child, he was quick to cry, and his mother would baby him like an infant. He couldn't wipe his own ass without his mommy helping him. And he didn't have a dad to toughen him up. 
which made it hard for him to be a real player, at least in the eyes of the coaches. But this all changed one day when Moose and his friends were playing a game of pickup basketball. Moose, throw me the ball. I got this. Over here. Moose was holding the ball in the center of the court. He passed the ball to Bam Bam, who shot a three-pointer and put them up by one. Bam Bam pointed at Moose, then bumped knuckles with him as he took his position at point guard. At the top of the key, Bam Bam got the ball. Playing make-it-take-it, he had a trick up his sleeve. They were up by one and needed to win by two. Bam Bam and Moose had worked this play out many times. It was the simplest play in the world, but if you were not paying attention, you didn't see it coming. Moose put his hands in the air and Bam Bam spotted the ball. When Bam Bam got the ball back, he head-checked it to Taco, who was running underneath the hoop. Everyone's attention was on Taco as Bam Bam lobbed the ball to Moose, who turned around for the easy score. It got him every time. That's game, Bam Bam shouted. Run it back, said a player on the opposing team. Moose looked at him. Take a break, bro. We just beat you twice in a row. Whatever, let's do it again, the kid replied. Moose just looked at him and smiled. Well, let's make it three in a row, Punto, yelled Taco. Moose, who had possession of the ball, looked around at Taco and Bam Bam. Then he took his position at center. Right then, the streetlights flickered on. Everyone knew it was time to leave. The cops would be coming through soon to do a spot check and then sit in the parking lot by the corner liquor store. Bam Bam looked up. Lights! Yeah, let's get out of here, Taco started. Don't need no trouble from the popo tonight. Moose grabbed his towel and Bam Bam grabbed his bag and off they went. They crossed the dimly lit basketball court towards home. Taco! A boy in the dark yelled as he became visible in front of the street lamp. Yeah, replied Taco. You coming over later? The boy pinched his thumb and index finger together and held him to his lips and inhaled. Taco gave the boy the okay signal, then said, Let me make sure my boys get home safe first. Walking home, Moose and Bam Bam talked about football while Taco was looking out for trouble. Taking a break, Taco looked up at the stars. Is everything all right? Bam Bam asked. Our universe is made up of everything we can see, Taco started. Then there's more universes beyond ours. There has to be life out there. How do you know there's other universes beyond ours if you can't see them, Bam Bam asked. There's something out there. I can't believe all of this was created out of coincidence. There's got to be a purpose to all of this, Taco replied. Maybe it just stops somewhere and there's a huge door that leads to heaven. And a giant white man with a long beard lets you in, laughed Bam Bam. What the hell are y'all talking about, Moose murmured. Holding out his arm to stop his friend, Taco whispered, stop. What is it? Moose whispered back. I think I hear something. Taco snuck over to the alley to get a better look. There were five guys standing around one. You're not going to answer me, boy? You're not going to tell me where my money is? Yelled one of the boys in the circle. I don't have your money. I told you. I gave it to Rick. 
He's supposed to give it to you, cried the boy in the middle. You think I didn't ask, Rick, replied the boy in charge. Taco looked back at his friends and whispered, That's Sugar. He's about to do something. Watch. Sugar circled the boy in the middle. Mandy, I fronted you. The word on the street is you've been doing pretty damn good. D watched as Sugar circled him. I've been doing good, and I can keep doing good. I got your money, man. I don't know why Rick tell you I didn't pay him. Rick wouldn't lie to me, Sugar yelled. He then put a cell, pulled a cell phone from his pocket and dialed the phone number. What's up, Sugar? The voice said on the other, eye, other end. Did D give you my money? D could hear Rick's muffled answer from the cell phone speaker. No. He's lying, D yelled. Sugar looked at D and flipped his cell phone shut, pulling a pistol out of his back jeans. He cocked it so the handle was horizontal and put the gun to Dee's head. Rick and I are blood. If you call him a liar, you're calling me a liar, Sugar yelled. But, but, but I gave Rick the money, I swear, Dee cried. The blast from the gun made Taco and his friend's ears ring so loud they couldn't hear. They just saw Dee's body collapse in on itself and fall on the ground. When Moose saw this, he couldn't help but double over and throw up. When Sugar heard this, he turned around and saw Taco peeking around the corner. Yo, he hollered. Almost in unison, the three boys took off running. Moose didn't even have a chance to wipe the vomit from his chin. Get him, Sugar yelled. Their walk home quickly turned into a foot chase. Bam Bam was the fastest and way out in front. The other boys followed his every move. Running around corners and jumping fences, Bam Bam had no idea where he was going, but he was going to get there as fast as he could. The one thing you never do is run home. If they chase you home, they know where you live. So Bam Bam had to figure out where to go. All he knew at the moment was to run as fast as he could and make sure his friends were behind him. They ran between two houses, crossed the street, and then cut down an alley. Sugar and his gang were right behind them. But Sugar was smart and sent a couple guys to cut Bam Bam and his friends off at the other end of the neighborhood. When Bam Bam and his friends got to the back of the neighborhood, they were boxed in. Taco looked at Sugar and then turned and looked at the guys blocking the other end of the alley. There was nowhere to go. Sugar walked towards them. Taco took a fighting stance and eyed Sugar as he got closer. Taco wasn't about to go down without a fight. Taco looked at his friend and gave him the signal to get ready. <laughs> Sugar was laughing as he got up in Taco's face. You gonna take me on, little man? Sugar questioned. Taco shrugged his shoulders and stared back at him. What did you see? Sugar asked. Nothing, Taco replied. What did your friends see? Nothing, Taco replied again. You better remember that, Sugar grinded his teeth. Then Sugar punched Taco square in the jaw. The hit was so hard the crack sound echoed down the street. Blood came out of the side of Taco's mouth as he stumbled back a few steps, but he remained standing. He wasn't about to fall. 
Taco stepped forward and stared at Sugar for a moment. Sugar laughed. You got balls, Taco, Sugar started. Just remember, you and your friends didn't see shit, right? Taco was silent. We didn't see nothing, said Moose. Sugar looked at Bam Bam. I didn't see anything either, said Bam Bam. Sugar then took Taco, looked at Taco, who nodded his head in agreement. Come see me next week. I got some work for you, said Sugar, as he and his crew left. Bam Bam looked at Taco and said, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, Taco replied, rubbing his jaw. Moose got sick again. Moose, are you okay, Taco asked. Moose looked up and wiped his chin. I've never seen someone killed before. None of us have ever seen someone killed before, said Bam Bam. I have, Taco started. I saw a man kill himself once. What? Bam Bam replied. Yeah, he lived in our apartment building. He and I were friends. I used to watch Wheel of Fortune with him during the summer. He was an old man and his wife had just died of cancer. I guess he was depressed. So what happened? Asked Bam Bam. Well, one day I was riding my bike in the hallway and I heard a loud bang that sounded like a really big firecracker. It came from the laundry room and like a stupid little kid, I opened the door to see what happened. That's when I saw my friend's brains splattered all over the wall. How old were you, Moose asked. I was eight years old. That's messed up, man, Bam Bam said. Well, we all die at some point. It was just his time, that's all. Just like it was this guy's time tonight. Well, I hope I die in my sleep, said Bam Bam. Well, I hope I die fighting, said Taco. Moose began to cry. I want to go home. Taco and Bam Bam saw a look on Moose's face they had never seen before. He was beyond scared. He was terrified. When they got to Moose's house, they were exhausted. There was no goodbye or see you tomorrow. They just parted ways.